You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight we're going to talk about Martin McDonough's The Banshees of Inna You no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am good. Are we having a row, Jared? Give it a minute. We might be having a row. Oh, no. We're going to have a row. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> we also have with us director of photography, Mike Griggs. Uh, you know, it takes two to tango. Oh, I forgot what the other piece oh, of that you don't want to tango he oh, want to tango oh no you were just tangoing with your dog but you were just dancing with your dog god damn it god. <laughs> it wasn't doing a tango though it's a different type of dance wow oh my god the dance police yeah, that's just the problem with that over <laughs> <laughs> we also have with this costume designer Kristen jones hello hello hey 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 and here we are talking the banshees of inishirin did anybody see this in theaters? No, sir. Uh, no, I didn't either. I didn't either. Caught it on HBO. All right, okay. We got that out of the way. What a shame. It would have been nice to see in the theaters because it's so pretty. It is really pretty. Yeah. I, re- I regret this decision. Yeah, but did you? had you guys even heard of it? Like, I didn't hear about it until <laughs> HBO started pushing it every single day. Uh, I think I heard about it coming out. I don't recall seeing it hit theaters, though. Yeah, it was remember. more. Yeah, it was more of a. Oh, oh, it's finally out. Oh, it's it's on HBO. Cool. Okay, okay. Which is weird because like almost every movie, I think, with maybe the exception of Seven Psychopaths, everything that McDonough's done is been Oscar nominated, either for picture or for screenplay or a bunch of the actors. I mean, he puts on critically acclaimed bodies of work. I don't know why this was kind of like fell through the cracks, or maybe we were just weren't all attuned to it. <laughs> Is it something that would do better overseas? It just kind of failed here? How did it play? I mean, it didn't really do gangbusters anywhere. Uh, it did $10.5 million in the U.S., uh, but it did only did 47.5 everywhere, hmm. international, worldwide. So, But, I mean, you know, budget of $20 million, not the end of the world. I mean, they, they made enough money to make another movie, so that's the dream. But it's definitely not like the 160 million that three billboards uh, outside Ebbing, Missouri. Did that really make that much money? Yeah. Wow. I saw that one in the theater twice. See, that one went completely by me as well. When it was uh, nominated, I was like, "What? What is this?" You know. So I, uh, <laughs> I'm just not uh, clued into this guy's uh, movies. I think I've only actually ever seen In Bruges. That's the only one. I mean, that I feel like that's the the. Rode into his, being clued into his movies, though. Yeah, I just rewatched that. I first watch did not have a strong appreciation for it. Thought it was very eh, okay, ho hum, mm-hmm. mediocre. Um, rewatched the mm-hmm. 4K that was released not too long ago, uh, but maybe a couple weeks ago. Man, fell in love with that. That that was so much fun. Second viewing. I don't know what was wrong with me the first time I saw it. That's interesting because I've I've been thinking about that movie a lot in the last month or so after seeing this when it came on HBO. 
and thinking I I kind of I really appreciated In Bruges when it came out and I saw it on like DVD or whatever. But there it it did have a very meh feeling in my brain as in my memory. I'm like that deserves a rewatch. So I'm definitely gonna have to do it after twice on Inisherin. Yeah, I I would give In Bruges a rewatch for sure. Yeah, it deserves it because I like this movie infinitely more the second time around. Like the first time I was like I don't know how I feel about this. This is kind of it's a little too slow. It's a little too I don't know. Second time around, it, it everything hit exactly the way it needed to. I think is that because you you were able to des- decipher it a little bit and, and you kind of knew some of the jokes were coming because because initially it just feels like you're just tra- <laughs> I don't know it, it's so earnestly played you know like like uh, yeah you have to, to kind of give yourself permission to laugh at, at some of this stuff because you're just like <laughs> it's funny but like it's fucked up situations which is really cool. Um, I mean that's kind of Martin McDonough's whole thing though, isn't it? Like like really like good jokes that are are they'll turn on a dime to just make you fucking weep like three seconds later i just feel so bad for uh oh what's what's the uh what's colin's name patrick patrick i feel so bad for patrick because he, he doesn't know you know he's, he doesn't know that he's dull you know and he's just <laughs> he's just so sweet he's like i just want people to be nice you know like god damn it dude that that one scene where, where he lays it out there it's just done so well just, just I remember sit down, my mom. Sit down and have a beer <laughs> with the guy. Damn. <laughs> I mean, can you blame him though? Like two hours talking about what he found in shite. Hey, you know what? Conversations go both ways. He could change the conversation. Yeah, he he could you know steer it in a different direction. Maybe he tried to, and he just kept going back to sometimes, the the donkey shit. Yeah, sometimes people just don't get along, and there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make yeah. one person evil or. <laughs> Correct, correct. It's okay to not get along. Sometimes you can be perfectly fine with the person for a while and then be like, you know, this is not working for me anymore. Well, I assume that it's, yeah, you're perfectly fine. You kind of tolerate the person. You're like, well, there's only five people here. So, like, I guess we can be friends. And then, like, one day you're like, actually, you know what? (laughs) I'd rather (laughs) be alone. (laughs) That's what's fucked up is they're all kind of trapped there. They're on this little island and, you know, there's nothing to do but talk about the local animal shit, you know? (laughs) Well, I think that's what's so interesting about his his sister's whole subplot is that she is kind of proving that they're not stuck there; that they absolutely could go anywhere else that they wanted to, yeah. if you search for it, or you know, because like that didn't just come randomly. You know, she had to be like searching to get out of there. Not necessarily. She could have just like been reading the paper, like they all may or may not do, and been like, "Oh, here's something I can apply for." Just yeah. it, it have to, to go search yeah. it out. Yeah. I'm sure that happens all the time where you're like, oh, I don't think I have any shot at this, but let me just, you know, let me just see what happens yep. and it can change your whole life. She tried to get him out. She's like, hey, I have an extra bed here. Just like you had an extra bed there. Like, come on, dude. He's like, that- obviously, I don't know what the word ensconced means. But- <laughs> <laughs> well, at obviously. that point, it was too late. He had kind of, I mean, the, the tragic thing about his character is that, yeah, he just wants everyone to be nice and get along. And in the process of trying to save his friendship, he completely loses himself. And that's why he can't. I mean, I don't know that he would have ever left, but he completely loses who he is. And he's just now like really trapped and really a prisoner. And he's no longer dull. He's just bitter and angry. Yeah. Which is interesting at the end because it kind of changes the perspective of of their relationship. Because, well, now now he's not just a a, a little fucking dull nonce in the corner you know he's uh well, he still is though but is he now now he has a vendetta he has he has a reason to 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 do something it doesn't make you just... interesting it makes you kind of no stupid, that, that that is what column is like saying throughout the entire movie like when he comes in the pub and like has the shots of whiskey and confronts him like when he leaves he's like well that's the most interesting that guy's ever been i think i fucking like him now no every yeah. time that like uh yeah colin farrell but he doesn't character. really like him no because yeah he doesn't no really he does like though. Him, he though he cares for him when he gets beat up by the police officer he still comes over and helps him like yeah. he he, yeah, he, he but actually feels bad about killing jenny between Disagree. liking yeah. someone and caring for someone as a human being exactly those are yep. two different things 100 percent. yep he, he stands up for he would have stood up for him if it was any other character in his place, it just happened to be him that was getting shat on by the fucking asshole of a cop. And if you think punching a cop is a sin, then we're all pretty much done for. I really enjoyed that whole like <laughs> hate on cop subplot thing. It was that cop so was such unexpected. an asshole. <laughs> such <laughs> an asshole. 
with his tiny little brown dick. <laughs> oh, this, nobody needed that. Why did they that do was that in the movie? Nobody dude, I, I love. That. I love Patrick's uh, Patrick's fucking face right there. He's just so disgusted and just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I love how it leads into the next scene where he's like, "You ever seen your you ever seen your sister naked?" And he's like, "He's like, well, you've seen my father naked." And he's like, well, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I wish I hadn't. <laughs> I loved how Dominic was so awkwardly obvious and how just like trying to like segue the subject to his sister the entire time. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of sneaking up on you. I was sidling up to you. <laughs> He's a tragic character. Like, like he, he commits suicide o- over everything. He f- he feels everything that's going on. He's he's lost his 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 best friend, I guess, because he he changed his perspective of him, and then you know his his love of his life leaves, and then he just you know can't no no home life. He's like the big tragic character. He could also get on a boat and go. <laughs> like none of these. Yeah, people he, are he seems to have here. some some like well, I don't know, he seems to have some mental issues or something. Like like he was. Well, the people, he's, I, we're throwing around the word trapped. I don't think it, it, anybody feels trapped. I th- these people all want to be here, but even though they're in this ideal, idealized, beautiful, rainbow-infested fucking island of greenery, <laughs> all right, they're all lonely. That's yeah, that's yeah. what the problem is, is loneliness. It's not like, yeah. it's not the yeah. trap. The location is perfect. It's scenic. It's beautiful. It's all the fucking people. They're all alone. Well, I think I think isolated is a better word. I mean, yes, they are alone and yes, they are lonely. And yes, that's all true. But I think what the real problem is how isolated they are and how they isolate themselves. And that's what causes the loneliness. I mean, and I guess it's just semantic sort of at this point. All but right, OK, all right. I'll, I'll I would take that. it a step further. Yeah. Yeah. Because even even the, the shop lady who just wants fucking news and, and she's such a busybody, like she's isolating herself by like forcing her own desire for being connected on other people like she opens the goddamn mail like everybody's kind of obsessed with everyone else but no one is like putting themselves out there to to no longer be alone it's a really really interesting social dynamic on this very small island i i actually thought it was a really interesting social commentary and so i was a little surprised when i kind of looked it up and saw everyone that was like no this is what the irish civil war is and this is who everyone represents in the irish civil wait, war is that what I was was going like, on because i was like oh, wait a minute for sure definitely so, but yeah. i was like no this is actually like a perfect social commentary for how people kind of behave now especially that we have social media and oh absolutely you know we have like we just ghost mm-hmm. people and we just like like no one quite knows what anyone else is thinking or doing and we're all just kind of driving each other crazy because we won't communicate mm-hmm. and, you're saying, you know, you're saying that, all... that parallels to their civil war and w- was that what the shots were that were going on because i didn't look up the time period it was it's set in the what 1923 yeah yeah but, but like they, they kept like going by the certain beach and looking off to the mainland and, and there's like gunshots and they, and they keep referencing a battle but they don't ever really talk about it they don't really ever say what it is so you're yeah, saying they, that was the irish civil war they say it's a civil war they uh oh do they yeah okay, it's in the beginning when like yeah uh, colin farrell's character is looking at a newspaper and he's like oh, oh it's just all about the civil war again okay interesting yeah i mean i thought just as like a juxtaposition to kind of make some of the subtext a little bit more context putting this this story amidst the civil war happening an island away was really interesting kind of hey look see just in case you didn't quite get it we're gonna go really on the nose it's a civil war they're fighting over nothing well well maybe that also keeps them on the island too it gives them a reason to not really try to branch out because there's shit going on across the way no i think most of these people like either have lived there for their entire lives or they've lived there for literally generations and this is the life that they know and this is the life they accept and and it's it's not at all uncommon, especially a hundred years ago and, and significantly before that, to just this is what your lot in life is and this is how you get through and how you get by and whatever you can eke out on existence and, and your social circles is, is what you look for. Yeah, I, I use the word trap not because these people are like physically trapped there, but mentally they're trapped there because mm. this is all they know. They're like, this is what life is. What do you mean you're going to go to the mainland and make more money and live with nicer people who who like you get along with? What? That doesn't even compute, <laughs> you know? Like, this is life. This is what life is. You need to struggle and hate everybody. <laughs> and, and so they're not like, yeah, they're. I feel like they're mentally trapped. That's just how they were raised, you know? It is a goddamn beautiful island. I'll give them that. It's gorgeous. 
Yeah, and actually, uh, they they built all these sets. They went and found this cool little spot and, and built the pub there and everything. Everything was, yeah. was was made to order, which is amazing. That fucking well, pub was, is awesome. My God, it's dude, so fucking God. cool. It's so it's, cool. It's, it's in the perfect spot, like right the way that like the the way that when when they're on sitting the outside of it and uh, right on the ocean, and you see the the coastline curve behind them. Yep. So you've always got coastline in in the in the coverage. Oh, it's, it, it's so it's, fucking gorgeous. It's man. so damn cool. And and then the way the way that. Um, Colin uh, Patrick's house or whatever, uh, like you know, I, I love that opening crane shot where you know he's coming home and uh, early, and they're oh, on and the it back goes side. from the back door the back and up the, and over the uh, up and over, and you can see the old walls and everything. Yeah, amazing, man. dude, absolutely amazing. Well, they shot this on two different islands just to get some of the the different stuff. So like Patrick's house is a little bit more like flat land with farmland kind of stuff, and and Colm's house is a little more craggy, yeah, rocks. So those are two different islands, actually. Really? Which is why he named it Inishirin, because Inishir is an actual island, and so he wanted to make, like, the amalgamation was, was um, that's why he called it Inishirin. It's a fake name. Oh, really? Amalgamating, amalgamating the two islands to be a, one close to everybody can be like, oh, that seems real, but it's not exactly real. And, yeah. It definitely feels legit. It doesn't feel like it's sets to me. It, it, it's, it's, yeah. It feels very grounded in, in, into its world. You know, like 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 same thing when you watch uh, Lord of the Rings and you see Hobbiton and all that, and it feels like lived in. But this 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 mm. just just feels way more legit. It does. I really actually enjoyed when he would go down to the pub and they'd be like, "Where's your friend?" And he'd be like, "Well, let me just run over to his house to get him." <laughs> yeah, it's one second. I'll I'll leave my beer on the on yeah. the uh, on the yeah. bar. Don't worry. <laughs> It can only get colder, right? <laughs> well, it's so funny because they are set in this like gorgeous, idyllic coastal town. But every time they have to go out, you, you kind of feel bad for it. <laughs> like it just looks kind of cold and it looks windy and like like they don't have heating. Like I just like I, I every and he's yeah, yeah. He has to like go check on his friend, leave, leaves his beer at the pub, runs down the coast to his friend's house. Like, I don't know. It's gorgeous. Everything is beautiful, but like it doesn't feel like you like it's beautiful. Like you want to be there. Like you're like, yes, this is perfect. Yeah, everybody's wearing a sweater and a jacket like the entire time, even inside. Dude, the wardrobe looks amazing. I like all the colors and like you know uh, even the crazy shirts and stuff that um, the columns wearing. They've all got style, you know. Like it's it's really damn cool. Uh, the costumes for this are kind of amazing. The costume designer did an excellent job, and she used a lot of um, photos from the time period of fishermen mm. and mm. had everything That's created. Cool. Um, and actually the sweaters are hand knit, which a lot of times they are. Um, but for some reason, people really care about this and they're making it a big deal. And they're like, wow, I didn't know that the sweaters were hand knit again. Usually they are. Um, and, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there, so a lot of people have been profiling um, this, this uh, elderly lady who uh, knits about one sweater a week for the show and or for the Jeez. movie Shit. with the materials that she's using, it would take, I would say between 40 and 60 hours to knit it. Um, and, but she also designed it from photographs. And so they are made um, like drop shoulder style. So that's the easiest kind. If you're going to make something super fast for like a movie, for example, um, that's the easiest kind to make, but yeah, she did an outstanding job and she's getting a lot of recognition for her work, which is also really well great. deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Totally well deserved. Yeah. Um, but all of the costumes look great. Um, everything again was kind of based off of photos from the time period and i love i love when people can recreate stuff like that it looks so neat and yeah, everything oh sorry go on i was just gonna say everything feels very cared about mm-hmm. like all of these costumes feel like they've been lived in for like a decade plus the other thing that i want to mention about the sweater so did you guys remember the red sweater that had the the collar, the, the flat super collar. Super long collar. Oh, super yeah, yeah. weird. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So, okay, so she actually knit that twice because they didn't like the shade of red that it was in. Oh, and so no. she had to knit it again, which I think is kind of crazy. I would have, like, dyed it or something. But, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of an interesting fact. <laughs> knit it again. Oh, yeah. take two. In a darker red. She said, because originally the brighter red did not work against um with the lighting and on the sets and everything it was too bright which is interesting because there there's like some really bright yellows and stuff i love the, the yellows yeah. actually her jacket yeah. 
her, her jacket and, and then like wraps co- up and she's leaving. Well, Colin's I like wearing that, like a weird striped yellow shirt at one point. I liked her yellow jacket because it's like a bit of sunshine in a place that has none. Yeah, it's oh, her that's hope. A good point. And I actually, I, like was, that. I was thinking too. Um, I really like the old witch character, and at first I didn't think she was a, a witch. I thought they were just making her like the kind banshee. of look like a witch, right? Um, but it kind of makes sense when. Um, Patrick, I guess, was is <laughs> saying, you know, she avoids you. She doesn't like you. She hides when she sees you. So why is she in the house? But if she's trying to leave and why it makes sense that she's consulting a psychic to like, you know, be like, what do, what do we think here? What's going on? Because I was she trying to figure a- that out while she was in the house. Hmm. If she doesn't That's like That's interesting. Her. Yeah. Well, she she makes a prediction. She's like two people. Two, two, uh, there will be two deaths. Two deaths. Well, and there were two deaths. Um, yeah, so so she, about, she, she makes the prediction. About... Um, a hundred. She's wearing old-fashioned clothing, which you could have just attributed to her being, you know, elderly, um, because a lot of times elderly women don't update their clothing. And if you go back a hundred, hundred and twenty years, women in the UK and Ireland and everywhere over there all covered their heads. And so I thought that they were just kind of doing it just because she was old um, and she hadn't updated her style. But no, no, she was. She's. She's like. Oh, she has the sight. So. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't fully grasp that the first time around. Like, obviously, it makes a bit more sense later when she makes the prediction. But the second time around, like, thinking about her as this, like, witchy kind of lady was was a bit more fun with her character. Yeah, at first I was just like, why would you do that? Like, come on. But then she, like, totally was. And I was like, okay, everything makes so much more sense now. <laughs> I loved how she picked up the uh, the stick with the hook on it that the kid was playing with at the beginning. It's like, why would you have a stick with a hook? What are you going to hook? Some sort of something as far as away as long as I love, I love how she picks up the chair and, and like puts it over the cliff so she can watch everybody. <laughs> she's also the only one who doesn't seem lonely. She's the only one in that town who like is very comfortable in herself. Well, she's not supposed to be like a, a real person. She's the banshee of Inishirin, you know? She's the one she's the creepy old lady, the the ghost that goes around and screams after person. somebody dies, right? That's the folklore. So, yeah. yeah, but that's what but, she's supposed to be represent. She's just a, I mean, I guess she, she's a real character, but like, is she a real character? The only time we see her is bad things are about ready to happen. Like that, even that's, that's not her fault, Brian. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> well, it's the screenwriter's fault then, Christine. <laughs> Correla- cor- <laughs> Correlation does not equal causality. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> it does when you're writing a story that has a big and a What are we talking about? My God. But no, uh, I don't know. I, I I think that it works for the... It does work for the most part. Some of her stuff at the at the end, like I'm not... I'm not 100% sure. It got kind of weird at the end. Yeah, like when she's showing up, when the sister is leaving, that is supposed to be the old woman, right? That's on the cliff with, with Colin Farrell looking as yeah. his sister's uh, right. Okay, oh, I thought she was second... gonna die. Actually, I thought the sister was gonna die in on the in the journey. So you're saying the second body that we see behind him? Uh, was no, supposed I, to be the old woman. I thought that was the kid who not, jumped. I did not get that. I thought that was the kid that jumped. Ooh, that. Why would he? Wait, what do you mean? You, you thought he jumped off that cliff? I thought that they they were like it, his body was in the pond, setting... not in the ocean. Hmm. So if he jumped off of that cliff, he would his body would have been in the ocean. He was in the pond. You know, they show you the little inlet where he goes in there and he hits on uh, he hits on the sister. Oh, oh, oh over the Carl? lake, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, whatever lake. Such pond. a nice lake, and he just points. Yeah, yeah, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the lake's right there. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go do that thing over here that I was gonna do over there. I, and I guess that's why the old lady is there because she's that. That's where she's gonna find his dead body. No, her I house is on that. Her lake. house is right there. She's, she was standing outside of the house. That's why she. But I. That's why she's appearing in that scene. That's why the screenwriter is writing in that her in that in that moment. Uh, okay. Uh, Not okay. why she, she, she's she's, okay. she's symbolism. The grim. Yeah, she's the grim. I got you. It's almost like we're trying to visually represent things here. No, no, no. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> She's just the scary old lady in the town. Every town should have one, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time she comes running, you hide behind the wall. Yeah, if your do- town doesn't have one, you probably are. 
All right. Well, we're going to play the trailer for the Banshees of Inishirin, and we'll be right back. If I've done something to you, just tell me what I've done to you. I just don't like you no more. Have you been rowing? Have you been rowing? Have I been rowing? Well, you are rowing. It does look like we're rowing. You can't just stop being friends with a fella. He's dull, Siobhan. But he's always been dull. Maybe this whole thing has just been about getting you to stand up for yourself. How are you, fatty? Dancing with your dog, is it? What did you come here for? I just came to kick your door and give you a slagging. Why aren't you talking to Polly no more? That wouldn't be a sin now, would it, Anna? No, but it's not very nice either, is it? What I've decided to do is this. I have a set of shears at home, and each time you bother me, I'll take one of my fingers off with them. Starting from now. But shush like, Polly. You know, shush like. Yeah, I'd shush like. It's about one boring man leaving another man alone. One boring man. You're all fucking boring. Let's just call it quits. We won't call it quits. We'll call it the start. And we're back. That was a trailer for Martin McDonough's <gasps> The Banshees of Inishirin. What a great trailer. What a great trailer. Great trailer. That was a good trailer. I love the yeah. fucking spaghetti western style music. Uh, yeah. Absolutely yeah. Yeah. great. Beautiful. Well done. That is um, one of the best trailers I've seen in probably a decade in terms of hitting like the actual tone of the movie and, and not like giving anything away. It's an extremely well done trailer. Well, they give away that he cuts off fingers, which I, I watched it, went in, and had no clue that was happening, which was great. Yeah, same. Yeah, but that's also that's also the hook of of the the thing. Yeah, if you will. So I'll I'll give them that for you know. <laughs> that's that's not a reveal as much as it is just a shocking joke with, situation. With as hard as he throws those fingers at that door, <laughs> they make they, they quite the thwack, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. love that moment. Also, like, how is it that he cuts them off with so much blood left in them and throws them? Because every single time you see one, there's, like, a pool surrounding it. He's not, like, cutting it at his house and then walking there and throwing it. He is standing at his fucking, the end of his walkway and cutting them off there. No, he cuts it off at the back at the place. You think so? Yeah, it yeah. shows, the, the, shows the, the shears, like, stabbed into the table and the blood everywhere. It's just there's more blood than oh, there yeah, should yeah, okay. be. Or, or, like, when he cuts them off, he, he like, blood. squeezes it around the end to make sure the blood stays in it, and then he makes the really long walk, and then he goes and flings it. Or he just holds yeah. it, like, right <laughs> side up. He holds it very thing. carefully. Yeah, so like, yeah. like, right side up, so yeah. it doesn't spill. He kind of walks with a little bit of a sway, so it stays He's, like, it. yeah, he's, like, Don't walking, <laughs> like, like, carrying, like, a cup full of tea, you know? Yeah, yeah, very, 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 very easily. Yeah. There's a gust of wind. He's like, oh, 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 oh shit. Oh. <laughs> cut off another one. <laughs> yeah, because he's not like angry. You know, he can keep his wits about him. He's, he's this is just a matter of fact thing that doesn't really hurt, apparently. Him learning how I mean, to the play. The fact that he yeah. never like goddamn passes out or nothing from the pain. Well, we don't or see. We don't see it. Anything. We, we, he says. He says he has a moment. You know, but he's. But you know, think things are starting to feel better. But I like watching him learn how to play the violin again after he chops off the first finger. And he's like, he's like, you know, he's he's wincing a little bit and. Oof. Yeah, I Is don't it, know. When I saw him pick up the violin at first, I was like, he's not going to be able to play. And then I saw how it just kind of balanced carefully there. And I was like, oh, that's kind of well, smart. You probably don't need that finger. That's a it, it, it probably call. like taking taking a finger out of the equation simplified the complexity of the music, which helped him actually finish it. Mm. Like that's deep. Jared. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, didn't maybe. think about that. I really just thought that, like, <laughs> if you're cutting your fingers off and it doesn't hurt and you can keep going about your business, I feel like you have to have some kind of, like, is that like a disease? Is that, you know? Yeah. What's wrong with him, like, physically? <laughs> but, yeah. Maybe he is dying. I think he is dying. <laughs> he should be. Especially when you cut off all five of your fingers. I don't think you can. I don't think that's something you just, like recover from and go down to the pub. I mean, you can go down to the pub and yeah. finish your song, but like that's an infection at a minimum. He's, he's flinging blood all over the table and it's all over the violin and he's like pointing but, at people yeah. and it's going yeah. everywhere and no one is really reacting. No. They're just like, all right, Everyone's like, this is normal. Okay, this, No one wants to cool, set him off cool, further. Cool, cool. They're like, let's just go with it. 
Yeah. Shush like. That is the funniest shit when he's got no fingers and he's like just yeah, yeah, slamming yeah. the violin in time. With and the, the violin is covered in blood and it's dripping. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Everyone's just like, yeah, let's let's play, man. Let's do this. No. And then, <laughs> so bizarre. So hilarious. <laughs> I like all the the, the characters. There's, there's, they, they do a really good job of world building. Like they, they, they get they spend a little time and they create this world for you. And, and, and like all the all the little guys in the in the pub, like the bartender, he just he just wants everybody to get along and be happy. You know, I like the bartender's <laughs> got a little buddy too. Oh, dude, they yeah, finish each other's good. sentences and thoughts. <laughs> well, the guy's always in there. Yeah. I mean, hell, the, the the regulars get there every day too. <laughs> Right? Like it's two o'clock and we're not at the pub. What's going on? They're fishermen. You don't catch fish until sunset. Well, the sun seems to be always going down. Like it's always low in the sky. (laughs) Are they fishermen? Because he, neither of these guys have any indication of uh, being on the water. Colin, they they sell the milk. They show you selling the milk. Oh, yeah, they do. When they're selling the milk to the, uh, what is that? I guess the post office or general store or whatever the fuck that was. Oh, that's right. He does have the cow. I don't know that he's like a dairy farmer. That's a stretch. He's not I think a dairy farmer. He's just like farmer. a general farmer. He has a few. He has a couple cows, and that's about it. Yeah, they don't show us any he's other way. He makes money. I um. Yeah, that was just. A I sprint. don't think any of these people make money. Honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah, they they have enough to go to the pub at two o'clock every day. I um. What the fuck else? I are you like how do he took time? his little donkey to the pub and tied him out like it was a, outside the pub, like it was a dog. <laughs> Kristen, yes. they're, they're at the end, like they're all the animals are living inside. Like, like, the, like I love, it's I, cold there. It's real bullshit. Cold. Die. He, 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 when, when his sister's like, look, animals live outside. He like rolls his eyes like, oh, come on. Like <laughs> they're the family. Well, that's just, that's, that's a further indication of, of his descent into madness and his loss of, of social constructs and what is normal and what is appropriate. And like, his his progression from niceness is the best thing that a man can have to literally descending into violence and burning the guy's house down. I'm not going to check if you're in there. Like, of course his fucking animals are going to come live with him. He doesn't give a fuck about anything in his right. Yeah, all he has is his animals at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Much like John Wick, you kill his favorite animal, he's going to go off the deep end. <laughs> hey, man. You know, that's just like his best friend, you know? I, Absolutely. I like when the cow's just outside the window and he's just like staring in the window. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, lo- I love the the pony's death scene <laughs> it's so fucking dark man but i don't know the finger coughed up with all the bits oh, of like, like carrots oh, and yeah. whatever the yeah, fuck yeah, that yeah. Is supposed to like be. it was That's choking so and had to like yep. puke up it yep. yeah well so. the fact that he still has to fish one more out <laughs> so sad really good effects You're like f- the 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 fingers yeah. looked really good uh yeah they yeah did. Like the, the the digital stuff, not too much, but I, yeah, I love the digital the, the, stuff. Looked bad. Yeah, but what? Which digital? The fire stuff? on the roof looked terrible. Yeah, it looked pretty bad. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, and, and then like when you're seeing down into the the when he's playing the violin for the first time, and you can and you can see the the nub, like you're looking down into the wound. That looks kind of mm. bad. But when he's lying in bed and he's like holding his hand up, and he, and, and you've got the the the, the shadow. Dude, on the back wall, that fucking window light yeah, coming so through, so beautiful, it's just, dude! Like yeah. the framing, all it's of it is, is absolutely amazing. I love how every single house has just a fuck ton of of atmospheric haze in them. Yeah, yeah, it's nice because it's smoky. They're all yeah. running. Fires. I thought it was like misty, also because they have all the fog and stuff. Yeah, there was definitely some of that too. What'd you guys think of all the uh, the crosses and crucifix? And uh, what was it? The what is it? The Virgin Mary. The Virgin yeah, she's got Mary. her yeah, statue. statue. Yeah, what you guys think of all the religious what, the, at the fork in the road? Well, that's that's very Catholic, the you know. Catholic, they, they, I mean, they, they tend to put that <laughs> shit everywhere. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't even notice it because they are Catholic. I was just like, yeah, that's what she got. I didn't notice I that until the confessional. But really loved the confessional scene. The, the first confession. So oh good. yeah, it looks it looks good, and everyone acted great. Blah blah blah. But um, it was so funny. It was so <laughs> funny when he and the priest it's got into like this fight, and the priest kicked him out of the church. I thought that was yeah. hilarious. Are you having impure thoughts about? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my! F- <laughs> <laughs> well, you started it. You will be pure fucked. Not gonna forgive me, then I'm pure fuck. Okay, but yeah, okay, sorry. The church did look beautiful. All of that looked gorgeous. <laughs> the whole movie, though, I mean, like, 
that the church looked really nice. I didn't really notice an excess of um, Catholic iconography because they probably should have had more. I'm going to be honest with you, Brian. Oh, they had it all over the place. It's like, dude, every, every time you go downtown, there's that, there's that, yeah, there's that stone cross that's in the front of every shot, you know? <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of transition scenes. Yeah, and they but, would have those Catholic yeah. crosses, or I mean, yeah, like, or the Celtic what, crosses sometimes. Yeah, yeah but yeah, that's yeah. what they have, except every, like, more. There's more yeah. of it. Mm, but yeah. it's, like, so yeah. prominently in the frame. Like, I, I guess the. Because they only had one. They were like, I guess we need to highlight this. What? It is. <laughs> Dude, I was just I was just in Europe, Brian. The church looms over you at all times. Every time you look up, yeah. the church is bearing down. This you see a not, castle listen, and you see the fucking church. The Catholic like, church is not like the Protestants where they're like, oh, we can fit into a strip mall and just come as you are. Like, there's nothing going on here except Jesus and love. Okay. No, the Catholic church is like, listen, we used to have money. <laughs> we have everything. We have everything. It's going to look like it. Okay. The, you don't, you don't go into like a small and a Catholic church. I even went into a Catholic church that was like in a trailer park once, and they still have fucking shit everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. I, it's I not. That, it's not a thing. I was listening to an interview with the director on this, and, and I think that that actual church is a Protestant church because it's the only one that would give them permission to do the stuff that they wanted to do, as far as like mm, the scene. I could see that, but they they dressed it up like a Catholic church. Again, fascinating. Again, there's more stuff in a Catholic church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that cop has the uh, the line about like uh, Protestants or heathens or some shit. Like that. Actually, you know what? You know what? Though, because no, no, no. Let me explain to you how little Catholic iconography is in this. I was like, wait, are these people Protestant? But they're Irish. How can they be Protestant? I was oh, like, genuinely, there, there I, I know, I know they do exist, but I'm like, in this, like, why would it make sense? Why would they just randomly make a movie about Irish Protestants? You know. Like I was like, they have to be Catholic. I actually looked it up. That's how little Catholic iconography is in this. They need more. They need more. Yeah, it, I I didn't notice it at all because it just felt so very normal. Like I've been to Ireland twice, and and there is so much more just on every fucking corner that this just felt like. Yeah, it's just establishing the world. Here's green grass. Here's the low walls. Here's some iconography. Here's the fucking cliffs. Welcome to Ireland. Did you motherfuckers turn your brain off when you watched this movie? What is going on right now? Did you see how they were framed in the shot? God damn, motherfuckers. I think they just let it washed over them, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the rest of the fucking movie. This whole movie is so much tone. There's so much tone. Yeah. What are you, what are you trying to imply that the that the iconography was, was Well, I find it interesting because same. like, okay, so the cop who, uh, you know, who he has his son, Dominic, right? Uh, they let it slip out that when he gets drunk, he beats him and, you know, may touch him a little bit inappropriately. The first time we see the priest, we see him get off a boat and he nods. He goes with the police officer. They're super buddy-buddy. I don't know. Obviously, you're sa he's saying something about church and state there and how that, it, I don't know, maybe that's a, another war. Uh, government versus religious political strife, much like the Civil War. I don't know. Something is being said there. Yes. I would also like to point out um, the Catholic priest and the cop and cops protects Catholic priests with all of their pedophilia. His church has a history of pedophilia and, and the cops don't arrest them. That's the church is completely protected. It would make sense. The police officer would also. I'm just going to throw in the pedophilia thing because that makes perfect sense for both of them actually to be in cahoots and to also, yes, with Dominic, all of that. And the father does get mad when uh, <laughs> he yeah. brings yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks that don't protest too much, father. I don't know. The, mo the movie's layered. It's got a lot of stuff going on in it. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 where my brain left it honestly was seeing it as just another layer like without necessarily trying to say anything he's just like i'm just gonna put this right here and you guys can project and read onto it what you want to read that's those are the kinds of things that make this sort of movie feel so lived in and and real and yeah. it reminds can, me yep. oh sorry i was gonna add on to the lived in and real it kind of reminds me of like when you go visit like your family members who live in a small town for a weekend and everyone like there's like some sort of inside language and everyone's communicating and like you understand all the words they're saying but there's a lot going on that you're missing out on because you just kind of dropped in um and i kind of feel that way about this movie i feel like you could really study this movie for so many different angles like there's so many different angles just on like one aspect of it. And then of course there's so many different aspects. Um, there's a lot going on here. I don't know that any one 
review could even touch like the entire entirety of it it's very layered it's very deep i there's so much here i loved all of it though at least the parts i could understand because i'm sure there's a lot especially <laughs> about the war that like i don't get exactly <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's a yeah, whole yeah, other yeah, layer sure. that we're not even getting right which is really cool because you can let a lot of it just wash over you and, and just experience it for what it is on surface level and still get a really good story out of it uh, and then, but then it also, you know, it's deep there, which also gives it, it, it makes it worth watching multiple times. I actually enjoyed watching it the second time and it made it better for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I, I don't often like watch a movie within a month or six weeks of seeing it the first time and really enjoy seeing it again. This was, this was high up there. This script is really good. This is a really, really, really strong script. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There's a lot of layers, a lot of nuance. Yeah, I like where it starts. I like that we never see these two guys as friends ever once. We just yeah. start at the argument, the beginning it happens, and it's so fucking brilliant. You only get like glimpses, and when they talk about these two guys' friendship, one's the intellectual, the other one's kind of dim. How were you really friends in the first place? And, it, and you do think, like, yeah, how were they friends? And I like that we never see that. It's so awesome. Or like, how long were they friends? Were they like, were they, did they like basically grow up together? You know, he's like the, the older brother type situation. I don't know. We never know. I was you know? wondering too. Yeah, we never know. I, I, for like half a second, I really wish we had seen it. Cause I was like, were they even friends to begin with? And then I was like, no, it's so much better that they don't show us this. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Cause then you can project yourself onto it the whole time, including when he's like, you having another row? Like the fourth person says, are you having a row? And he's like, I, are we having a row? I don't know. Maybe I said. I mean, I know it looks like we're having a row, but I don't think we're having a row. I mean, are we having a row? <laughs> Did I, I'm, I'm sorry for whatever I said. Did I maybe didn't dude, know that I said. I love when he comes up. He's like, man, uh, everything I said last night, dude, I'm so sorry. And he's like, well, what'd you say? And he's like, well, you know, all, all the all the hateful stuff. I was. He's like, yeah, but what did you say? He's like, I, 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 <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just sorry, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry for being me. You're all fucking boring. Oh, dude, what a great moment she has. Yeah, good man. She's you could feel so sorry for her, but she's also so strong, and and she's the one that gets the fuck out. You know, like she has to, or else she'll be the one who dies. (laughs) (laughs) Or she's going to end up like the old crone. You know, just oh god willing, that's like best case scenario. I don't think she'd end up like the old crone. She's she's not that witchy. I mean, she's smart, but. Not like, I mean, that would be like, yeah, that's her best case scenario is to end up as the old crone. Well, I mean, they're doing a lot with, with, um, what's his name? The, the dim kid trying to ask her to like all those questions go out with him. Yeah. Yeah. But like him, him trying to be like, would you ever think about me? Why are you still alone? And her just being like, have you met anyone on this fucking island? Like, of course I'm still alone. Like. Yeah, she's got a lot of layers on her character, too. Yeah, I loved her character. She's like, I, she's so, like, very politely was like, listen, I'm not desperate. I'm just lonely. Thank you, though. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, she was so nice about it. But, you know, that's, he was so heartbroken. It was very sad. I thought she handled that really well, actually. She was, like, very tender with him. Mm. And not that yeah. he, there's anything to be done there. But she was very tender. So I, I was kind of surprised by that. Which I, But I also really appreciated that. It was nice. Yeah. Definitely let him down very gently. I will say, the first time I, I was watching it, I did have the thought that I was like, oh man, is he going to kill her from getting rejected? Is that one of the deaths? <laughs> oh. Is, it, is this going to go? I mean, it's a. Well, you're expecting someone to die at all times, and they, they, they're like yeah. leading you, you know? Like, and also, like in True. in Column's house, you know, he's, he's got like these like dolls. They're like hang, like they're hanging from their necks. Oh, fucking masks. And masks and shit. There's like a lot of like death-looking shit going on. So you're expecting that dude to commit suicide at any moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it the first time, but watching this time around when he's walking through, the f- the second thing that he sees hanging looks like Jesus, like, hung by a noose. And I was like, wait, mm-hmm. is that... What the fuck? That's foreshadowing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, one of the first lines that the sister says to, uh, to Patrick is like, oh, maybe he doesn't like you anymore. And she's, like, joking. And I love that. I, I caught that in my second view. I was like, holy shit. So she like, she tells him immediately that what she thinks yep. it is. And she's kind of laughing and shit. And the next thing you know, <laughs> and I love that it's on April Fool's Day. What a cool fucking thing there too, where he's like, ah, he's like, oh, you, you know, make a fool out of me. You know, I love that. He thought it was just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. For however long it takes him to walk down to the pub. 
Yeah, yeah. he's like, ah, oh, yeah, okay. It makes that's, sense. that's so sweet, though. Like, I, I feel like that's actually one of the... I mean, I know I said this earlier, but that's one of the tragic things about his character. I, I think you could mark him as a death, too, because he his descent into madness he loses his entire you know soul for, his for innocence that. is gone yeah yeah wow yeah he's no longer a nice guy that's right which causes his um not gonna remember him which causes the kid to kill himself dominic i mean maybe he kills himself we don't know that he killed himself yeah he could have slipped yeah, he him could have. He, he, could he have killed himself he, he, no, he's on. the dimmest on the island by a long shot all right he could have tripped and, and it yeah. could have been, you know, a bad molestation event. It could have been a beating. It could have been so many things. If you would have stayed after the credits, the Marvel ending was the old crone with that hook stick, like grabbing him by the ankle and pulling him into the water. <laughs> <laughs> she used the stick to pull him to the shore after discovering him uh, in the water. Uh-huh. All right. Since you brought up Marvel, I got to bring it up. Cinematographer that shot this movie yeah. has shot a shitload of Marvel films. So many bending. Yes. Wow, I'm so glad he can like recover his career after. Yeah, that. and then, then he can do something I mean, that feels well, a little more simple and, and beautiful. No, he kind of so- balances that stuff out with like uh, Matthew Vaughn, and like he's. I think he's done all of Martin McDonough's movies uh, yeah, except for all the of Martin first McDonough one. stuff in Bruges. But he did. He did Guardians of the Galaxy. He did Avengers: Age of Ultron. Wow. He did Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel. Eternals. So this was this was this was like a vacation. Any of the other ones? Oh, a hundred percent. This is the kind of shit that like I watch this and I'm just like, this DP is having a fucking blast. Look at all these like bounce lights and let's just have hard shadows coming through this fucking window and let's do some silhouettes in the doorway and oh man, it's just such, such a beautiful movie. It's really, really, really well lit. It's extremely well lit. Yeah. Very, very, very good. I could watch this two or three more times just to study his cinematography. You should do the same for uh, Crimes of the Future. Anyways, we'll get to more. Fuck you. <laughs> Hard pass. What? Come on. This Real talk. I turned it beautifully on. Beautifully lit. Turned on, uh, well, I believe you, but I turned on the podcast today and I couldn't get six minutes into it. Just as soon as you guys were talking about people getting sewed up and shit like that, I was oh, like, no, that this looked, is why I didn't watch hold it. Hold on. No, they didn't actually get sewed up. And also, it looked. It did look really good. It didn't look like super gory or anything. Kristen, it actually there was wasn't. a guy getting his mouth sewn shut. Okay. I, I mean, well, anyway. when you were like the third person that got their head drilled through, I was oh, like, that this was is bad. why that I didn't watch bad. the fucking movie. Okay, you wouldn't have liked that. But like the rest of it was disturbing, but not like gory. Like I think you could have gotten mm. through most of it. You wouldn't have enjoyed Especially it. Especially for could the have camera lighting. It. You would have liked, you would have liked enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, but to be fair, that's like a, you know, come on, Mike. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's, why do we watch movies to enjoy them? That's ridiculous. <laughs> It was amazing. You missed a great. One. It was pretty good. It was it was a pretty good movie. It was a pretty good movie. <laughs> you might have learned something about yourself. Mm. Surgery is the new sex, Mike. No, Hey-o. no, it makes you feel good to be. It makes you appreciate being a human. Yeah, so like that that's makes right. you appreciate being it's a like, human. Oh, it's not that bad. And so you're like, actually, I really like normal. food. Thank yeah. God. Uh, plastic. Um. Yeah. Banshees. <laughs> All right. Sounds like a bread van just hit this review. It's that same fucking <sighs> bread van. I'm going to oh, fucking kill him. <laughs> Out of all the things to say to that guy, you know, like, holy shit. <laughs> You've. You gotta be joking. Are you joking me? Daddy? I like how they say mummy and daddy, you know? <laughs> oh, man, dude. That, yeah, that scene cracks me up. He's like, people get hit by bread vans, and he's like, I know. That's how my mom died. That's how mommy died. <laughs> Lost it, dude. Ugh. And that could come off as hokey, but but it, but it it delivers really well. It doesn't it doesn't oh, seem. Oh no, it absolutely yeah. plays. I think that's yeah. yeah. Well, that's one of the things at, at how absurd this is. Everything plays. Everything works. Everything you know. You don't, for the most part, you don't really question much of this. You're just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it all feels very believable. Just like the iconography. No. <laughs> like like maybe like a poor 
Catholic town, like, like maybe like if you were like in the South and like they were like hating Catholics and so they had to like worship in secret. And so then they would only have like a limited amount of Catholic iconography because of Amazon doesn't deliver or something like that. Sure. I'm going to print out all the goddamn crosses in this movie and just start faxing and emailing them. No, I'm going to fax. Yeah. Some old ass technology. Oh, shit. Make sure. Okay. So, all right. Logistical question. Because we, the first time we see the priest, he's coming in on the boat. We don't see him on a boat again. So was he like visiting somewhere else, and we just see his introduction on a boat, or does he actually not live on the island, and he only gets, he only comes over on the boat every Sunday? I assumed for the service. I assumed he didn't live on the island. Okay, I'm just wondering if anybody else read it that same way hmm. as well. I, don't know. I really didn't think I that much into it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's either that or like he, I don't know. I guess he would be starting his new job there or something i don't know like he switched but know him that yeah. argument that he got into with who was it column like that column, yeah. seems like they know each other so what i kind of interpreted that is that either so so for small towns like that they usually travel um and so they will hit up a bunch of different like parishes and mm-hmm. um, or or and I kind of uh, I, I almost read it this way, actually, um, that he's doing something with like the battle, like going over and like maybe administering last rites or um, something mm. with that, because it's just across the little the little ocean. There. Yeah. OK, that's interesting. Uh, that's kind of how I read it. But I don't I mean, they didn't say I don't know. You know, you need a priest at your executions. Yeah. We do because haven't you always wanted you to can kill I mean, them? But like you can't send them straight to hell. Like that's for God to decide. So you need a priest to like absolve them. Like you can't. Come on, you can only do so much. Okay, she's right. Come on. There you go. See, we fixed it. <laughs> the priest <laughs> was going over clean. there, and that's why this is him how you and keep the your cops clean, all right? are like in cahoots because they're both they they have this execution thing that's going on where they're getting their side hustle going. I mean, he could have just begun going out for like I don't know cheese or something. Like maybe because they don't seem to have a grocery store there either. I don't know. The only thing they have on that island she keeps is the dairy. bacon under the counter. No, she goes up. She gets like rashers, and the lady pulls the bacon up from underneath the counter. I didn't see any pigs on that island though. Mm. Mm, Lamb bacon, dog bacon. Yeah, dog bacon. <laughs> dog. Oh, damn. <laughs> you dance with that dog. <laughs> Before or after That's how you tenderize it. That's how you tenderize it. (laughs) (laughs) So with those uh, dog cooking tips, I think we're going to wrap this thing up and uh, head on over to ratings. Who's going first? Who's rating the Banshees of Inishirin? I'll go first. All right. There we go, Kristen. Yes. Yes. All right. I'm glad you're excited for this. Um, I – okay. So so we'll – uh, I really enjoyed when I was growing up. I was a theater kid, and I really enjoyed theater of the absurd. Absurd, and I feel like there's not a lot of crossover because it's so fucking weird. But this movie reminded me so much of the theater of the absurd. But in like, but they they elevated it. It's so much better uh, than than what than what was hap- what was happening. And so, like, I personally enjoyed so much of this. It looks beautiful. It's incredibly funny. It's incredibly dark. You leave feeling melancholic, but your spirits are like uplifted because it is kind of funny. It's so it's so absurd. But like also you're kind of sad and like there's just like this mix of everything that they leave you. And it's kind of like that, you know, the whole movie, everything is absolutely insane that happens. But you can't sit there and be like, like pick out a moment where you're like, okay, here's the problem. Because it's not a problem. It all works. It all flows. It's all funny. It's all insane. It's all absurd. And they have they have this the best acting. It's the best cinematography. It's the best costuming. It's the best of everything. And it's a good script. Like I feel like this is so rare. <laughs> and I enjoyed every moment of this. And I feel like every repeat viewing of this is going to be even better because it is so layered and it is so deep we've already talked about this but like honestly like it it almost makes me not quite but it almost makes me want to go research like this war so i could understand that layer of it too because apparently from what i've been reading you know that the way it captures the irish civil war is also 
incredible, which is just like an aspect that I'm missing. And I'm sure there's other things that I'm missing too, but it's just, it's absolutely brilliant. Everything about it is absolutely brilliant. And um, yeah, I'm going to give it a 10. Wow. Kristen coming out with a 10. All right. Who's next? She's not wrong, Brian. (laughs) She's not wrong. Uh, This movie was a joy to watch, especially after the darkness of last week, even though I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, It's really nice to have something that feels light and uplifting and and beautiful. (laughs) Did we watch the same movie? We did. Uh, You know, I I happen to to like a little bit of darkness and gore. I think it's kind of cool, man. Uh, This movie is, like, excellently written, expertly acted, uh, like, amazingly shot. Like like putting this story in this idyllic location, it just it just fits, you know. Um, and I don't really get to see a lot of movies like put in these settings, which is kind of cool. Um, I just heard about a horror film that's set in the same kind of era, like like The Ritual, which is kind of cool. I'm looking forward to seeing. But um, yeah. Anyways, obviously we, we talked it to death. It, it, it's a ten. It, it's worth watching multiple multiple times. Ten and ten. All right, Griggs, you go next or last. Give us that six. I'll go next. Um, man, I think the word for this movie is layers. Like there's, there's so much complication. There's so much nuance. There's so many layers to the characters, to the cinematography, to the storylines, to the, the, the ways that we've set this against the backdrop of a civil war uh, uh, against the context of this small town, this island. I got so much more out of it on a second viewing. And I don't, again, I don't often feel that with, with movies, most of the time when I watch a movie multiple times, it's because it's dumb and fun. And I like being able to check my brain out and watch stupid action or something again. This was a really, really well-crafted character study. And the acting is just fucking phenomenal. There are so many looks in this film, so many reaction shots that you just convey so much emotion and information that I'm just – I'm I'm – floored by the performances that Martin McDonough gets out of these outstanding top-notch actors. And yeah, there's just so much emotion. Like we feel so much as an audience. There's so many great jokes. There's so many times where like I started almost crying with just feeling all the things that they're feeling. Like this is this is just a layered layered movie. Uh I'm probably going to watch it a couple more times this year and, and I'm excited for that. Um yeah, I can't think of anything to fucking knock on this because the music is fantastic. It's an Irish movie that doesn't have like classic Irish fo- Irish folklore mm-hmm. as the the background. Like that in and of itself is deserving of high praise. Yes. The costumes are fucking perfect. The settings are amazing. The the set design, the production design, like they found these amazing locations and then built some of these sets so that like. Every fucking shot looks amazing. Like there's the goddamn coastline through the fucking window and we can shoot these re like I love the first time when when Colin Farrell walks up to the house and you see his reflection mm. in the window and you see Colm sitting inside and then he moves away and you can see it like it's just fucking beautiful, man. Amazing. Like the ways that all this stuff works together with the cinematography and the production design and these actors moving around on this, these, these locations, it's just fucking perfect. This movie is goddamn outstanding. Um, this is the kind of shit that we need more of in cinema, and it's a tragedy that it only made $40 million. And I contributed to that because I didn't know it was fucking in the theater, so I didn't go pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Give me more of this. Way to go, Martin McDonough. It's a goddamn 10. Wow, three tens. Um, guess what? I'm going to also give it a 10. Um, oh, shocking. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I don't have any problems um, with the movie whatsoever. I thoroughly enjoy it. The tone switching back and forth between funny and dramatic is perfect. I think the music helps a lot in that regards. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a... It, it, it's kind of a shame that everything, everywhere, all at once, won best original screenplay over this film. I don't understand how the fuck that happened. I just really don't. Um, I would have given it to this movie, but that's just me. Probably would have given it picture too, but I, I'm going to say like definitely top three movies of last year. Where in the top three, so- I don't know. Oh, what? Go ahead. What? What are the other? What are the other two, Brian? 
Man, you know, if, if don't make me whittle down my list right now. I, you know, I, I really haven't thought How about dare it. You? Right now, I would definitely put Crimes <laughs> of the Future on the, uh, yep, in the Crimes top three. Crimes of the Future. Oh, shit. Banshees of Inishirin. Oh, man, it'd be really... Avatar 2, bro. Oh, you know, I'd really like the Northman a lot, though. See, I don't know. Yeah, I looked up that the no. old the old old crone lady no. is in that as well. Oh, fuck yeah, she is. All right. Didn't put that together. I will say... If I did have to criticize anything, and it's not the movie, it's the commentary around the movie. It's that the old woman doesn't exist, that she's a banshee. Because I understand the Irish lore. I understand what banshees are. But I feel like that is such a diminishment to not only the myth, but also to the characters of women who are actually like that and who do live like that. And I feel like kind of combining like mm. like she's the reason that if she that that character that character is real let's pretend she's real for a second she is she the is. reason the myth exists no but i know but i've seen commentary that says she doesn't exist no 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 like i know I've what people Brian's say that that, that that dude died at the end and that way he saw a ghost i mean they're all wrong. like well okay yeah. fine but i'm just saying like that's the only that kind of talk around this movie is the only thing that i kind of disagree with and i feel like that does a disservice to the movie but otherwise i like the movie itself is perfect featuring some of martin mcdonough's finest work and a pair of outstanding lead performances the banshees of inishirin is a finally crafted feel bad treat interesting feel bad feel bad treat Uh, rotten tomatoes certifies banshees of inishirin fresh with a 96 percent tomato meter with an audience score of 75 percent with the audience score saying if you don't mind a slow, sad story, The Banshees of Inishirin is worth watching thanks to its gorgeous scenery and some terrific acting. I didn't think it was slow at all. I was going to say slow. Come on. <laughs> uh, you know, but for, for, for today's I, no, audiences, to it's a little slow. Yeah. But you know what? It's pretty It's slow. worth every second to build the it, amazing it tone. It feels less slow the second time around. It does. You got to put your phone down, people, and you got to fucking no, watch it. I, That's why it's worth to see in the theaters because you're stuck there. No, because there's a... Mm. there's. Movies where I kind of want to reach for my phone or my knitting or my whatever I'm working on because I can watch them and do them both. But this one, I was like riveted. I don't I don't see this as slow at all. Like not even a little bit. You ever mess up your knitting because you're so into something? You're not looking down? No, I just stop knitting when that happens. Uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) You're like shit. I haven't finished this sweater yet. Yeah, you look down <laughs> you, you're and you realize you're supposed to do this swe- one sweater a week. Ain't gonna happen when I'm watching this show. <laughs> no, if I have to knit, if I have to knit on a deadline, I will be knitting all day and a good chunk of the night <laughs> with those sloped shoulders. And you have to done. put on no, no, no. They're drop shoulders and drop shoulders. Slope shoulders yeah. are more involved. <laughs> Jared, God, um, I'll get my drop the slopes. <laughs> I'll get my terminology right one day. No, 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 no. Because I've had to knit on deadlines before, like that. It, it's they're not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> I don't recommend it. There, there were people in like making Lord of the Rings that sat in a room for seven years making chainmail by hand. Yeah, know? that's what I'm saying. Like that's the fact that like everyone's like making a big deal over this lady knitting the sweaters. Like I'm so happy for her. Like she did a fantastic job. But like they do that. <laughs> This is yeah. very if you, if you get money, people will do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. We got to justify yeah, this yeah, exactly. for twenty million dollars. <laughs> well, no, 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 because it's not like you can like go to Walmart or eBay and pick up chainmail or a hand knit. You, no, it doesn't even have to be handmade, but you can't like go like pick up a sweater that's authentic to the nineteen twenties Ireland in a store right now. Mm. You have to make that by hand. Or you have to scour thrift shops and or talk to everyone's grandma. You know what I'm saying? Like there are several different ways you could do it if you needed to source it and you didn't know how to knit or you didn't know someone who knit. You could source it, but it would be so much easier just to like make it, you know? Mm. So with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can the audience follow you? Brian, the audience can follow me on Instagram at CheckTheGate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. And Griggs, where can they follow you? I am on Instagram at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. I said follow what Jared said follow. Did you guys? Did I know you, guys you hear were that? so excited. I, I will follow I you. <laughs> I will follow you wherever you will go. You did not find Jared there. You followed him. 
Sister Act 3 is coming, y'all. Get ready. <laughs> back in... Oh, wait. No, that was... Back in Habit was Sister Act 2. Uh, hab- habitually back in black and white. <laughs> the duality. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness! You guys can uh, follow me on uh, Twitter at Elkins Edits. We're going to close out the show tonight with track number one from the Banshees of Inishirin soundtrack from composer Carter Burwell. This is titled "Walking Home Alone." Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> 